This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. Welcome everyone to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. I'm Mariah Muhammad, writer and moderator with Becker's Healthcare. And I'm absolutely thrilled to have with me today, Dr. Ravi Bashial, Director of Outpatient Hip and Knee Replacement Surgery, Vice Chairman of Patient and Provider Experience, Co-Medical Director and Head Joint Replacement Consultant for NDA Retired Players Association at North Shore University System. Doctor, it's very nice to have you on the podcast today. To get us started, would you mind please introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? Yes, thanks, Mariah, for having me. Really appreciate it and all that you and the Becker's team do to uh, bring valuable information to the healthcare world. Um, as you mentioned, my name is Ravi Bashal. Uh, my background is in orthopedic surgery. I'm a hip and knee replacement surgeon. Um, uh, as you mentioned, I work at North Shore University Health System. Actually, the formerly known North Shore University Health System. We had recently had a system-wide name change uh, to an Endeavor Health to better capture um, the uh, multiple uh, systems we are now uh, uh, integrated into and with. So it's now known as Endeavor Health. Um, as you mentioned, um, in addition to my clinical work as a hip and knee replacement surgeon, administratively, I'm the director of our outpatient hip and knee replacement program. Uh, I serve as vice chair uh, within our department for patient and provider experience. And then I've also had the privilege of having some uh, administrative work with some of our external relationships, including being the co-medical director and head joint replacement consultant for the NBRPA, which is the uh, National Basketball Retired Players Association, as well as a board member and co-medical director for our partnership with the Professional Football Hall of Fame Health Program. Got it, got it. Thank you so much for giving us that background information. So to jump right into our conversation today, Dr., Uh, Can you tell me about your most successful partnerships? What issues were you trying to solve and how did these impact North Shore or Endeavor Health now? Yeah, Yeah, thanks. Um, You know, I think that uh, there's um, some depth to this question. Um, uh, My direct work is within orthopedics, but I think a lot of the work that we've done within orthopedics has been impactful to the system and in fact required a larger system and support. And what I'm getting at is, you know, our, our most powerful partnerships obviously are with our patients. Um, we want our patients to have great outcomes, great experience, and to kind of really be able to get all of the health care that they need and deserve um, in a centralized uh, location for them. Um, some of these external partnerships that I've mentioned have helped us uh, 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 kind of realize those goals and helped us organize those goals. So, you know, in terms of discrete partnerships that, that we are really proud of, I, I think our NBA Retired Players Association uh, partnership that's probably our most recent is one that we're the most proud of. Um, we've had longstanding association with the Chicago Bears, where our, uh, a couple of our sports physicians are the head team doctors for the Bears. We have an affiliation with the Chicago Fire. We've done work with uh, Professional Football Hall of Fame, as I mentioned. Um, but our recent partnership with the NBA Retired Players Association has really helped us to realize the full potential of centers of excellence. Um, and what I mean by that is this. Um, in general, within orthopedics, uh, it's very easy to understand a link to a professional sports team. Patients want to go where the pros go because those organizations, physicians, systems, 
from, from, from nuts to bolt have been vetted. Uh, professional uh, sports organizations would not associate with uh, an orthopedic system that couldn't provide them quality, high-level care. And so patients really understand and resonate that with that. One of the interesting things that's gone on with our partnership um, with the NBRPA um, has been we've been able to expand beyond just orthopedics. Um, and there's been a lot of help both on our end uh, in terms of on the Endeavor Health, health side, um, our chairman, Jason Coe, um, our administrative leaders, Alexis Barber, Dave Rahia, um, have all really helped us to coordinate this along, along with my co-medical director, Ashish Betty. And on the NBRPA side, Joe Rogowski and Scott Rochelle have been uh, extremely integral to this sort of uh, coming together. Having a center of excellence means that a patient is going to be able to get top-notch care in a centralized geographic location. And, and that makes a lot of sense. And as I said, our mind goes straight to orthopedics. But in our experiences with the NBRPA, patients have needs beyond orthopedics, especially retired former athletes. And so we've had the opportunity to really lean on and leverage the expertise that we have across the broad spectrum of care and, frankly, the broad center of excellences that North Shore now Endeavor offers. And, and by that, I mean this. Um, if, if you want to go to a single center of excellence for orthopedics, that's great, but then where are you going to go for your heart care? Where are you going to go for your uh, you know, concussion care, your neurosurgical care? And one of the unique things about having such a large and broad system is that we're able to have actually multiple centers of excellence under one umbrella. So we have our cardiovascular institute that's being built out, our neurological institute that's, uh, that, that exists, as well as our orthopedic institute. So we've had patients that have needed cardiac care, uh, concussive care, uh, neurosurgical care, and orthopedic care. And instead of having to send them to four different centers of excellence, um, the organization, the RPA, is able to send them to one center, North Shore or Endeavor Health, and really able to achieve high-level center of excellence care under one umbrella, both geographically and sort of metaphorically. Thank you so much for giving us that insight uh, into those partnerships. Um, as you know, the clinical workforce has changed a lot in the last uh, few years. Um, what challenges are you still facing and how do you see the clinical workforce evolving? How do excellent, uh, excellence models mitigate these challenges in a healthcare system? Yeah, and I think you used a great word there, which is mitigate. Um, there's, I, I don't think that there's a clear uh, all-win solution. Um, we continue to uh, be in a challenging, contracting healthcare environment where reimbursements are going down, uh, demand for care is going up. Uh, you know, if we look long term, uh, and Scott Scott Becker's talked about this a lot, the, there's a need for physicians. The number of physicians is decreasing, so there's a lot of challenges that we're facing. Ultimately, we want to provide value. Okay, and and uh, that's a complicated term. The the general uh, sort of dogma is that, you know, value is quality over cost. Now, in healthcare, uh, quality can mean a lot of things. It means outcome. Uh, it means uh, uh, patient experience. It means uh, the entire flow of the episode of care. Uh, in fact, from the University of Utah, I believe, has quoted uh, healthcare value as equaling quality times patient experience divided by cost. So it's a complicated equation, but this is, again, where the center of excellence model um, helps when you're able to centralize a large group of experts in a single physical geographic location, you're able to realize efficiencies that don't exist if they're in multiple different centers, right? And then if you think about that growing outwardly, having a system that's large enough to support multiple centers of excellence then only sort of grows or, or, or catalyzes that ability to have high-quality care 
but reduce costs by being able to realize efficiency and centralization of those services. So, um, you know, as we move forward, we're going to continue to have to chase that. But I think systems like ours are very well set up because we do have the depth and breadth and, and just the, the physical presence and width to be able to really combine these into focus centers of excellence that are all under one roof and then realize and, and leverage the strength of our numbers in order to be able to help with efficiencies and costs. Yeah, that all completely makes sense. Thank you so much for sharing. And doctor, before I let you go, the last thing I wanted to ask you is, what is your best advice for aspiring leaders today? You know, I, I think there's a, there's a couple thoughts behind that. Number one is to listen. Um, you know, uh, I've, I, I've often heard you're given two years and one mouth for you, so you listen twice as much as you speak. And I, and I think there's some truth to that. Um, if leaders want to be able to bring about change that's meaningful to the folks that they are leading, they really need to understand what the challenges that those folks are facing. And I often think that when you start to work in leadership, you have your own ideas of what you think the challenges might be, and they're very well-intentioned. You, you really are trying to understand and grasp the problems and issues that, that those that you are leading are facing. But if you take some time to listen, you will often find that uh, there are additional challenges that you either didn't know about or didn't understand or didn't understand how important those were um, for the folks that you are that you are working with and, and helping to lead. So, so really listening and understanding what the challenges your workforce is facing, um, I think, is the first most important step. And then, and then second, and, and kind of tied into this, is, is to continue to evolve and be plastic. Um, you have to have a vision. You have to have a, a drive and a goal when you're a leader. You, you can't just sort of be blowing with the winds of change. Um, so you have to have a goal and vision, but you have to be not so dogmatic that you're not open to evolution and change um, when you're presented or faced with information that might challenge your initial vision or goal. So you have to have the drive and vision for what you want to achieve, but you have to be able to navigate around the realities um, of situations that may arise as you're striving towards that goal. Thank you so much for those final thoughts, doctor. This has definitely been an amazing and informative discussion. So again, I want to thank you so much for coming on Becker's Healthcare. We really do appreciate it. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Mariah, thank you so much for having me. And I really would like to thank uh, Scott. He's had me on the podcast before and has been a great friend and, and ally um, to, to all providers in healthcare. And really would be remiss if I didn't thank my team at North Shore, including Alexis Barber, Dave Rahia, Jason Coe, and Ashish Betty, as well as our partners on, uh, on the external side, Joe Rogowski, Scott Rochelle on the NBRPA, as well as Mike Lamb, Amy Kramer, and Jeremy Hogue on the uh, Professional Football Hall of Fame Health Project. So really would be remiss if I didn't thank those folks. A lot of the answers that I've given you today are really because of the mentorship and guidance that I've received from those people as well. So just wanted to say thanks to those people. Thank you to you and Happy New Year to you and the entire Beckers team. Yes, thank you so much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.